Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome in. This is the Tiger Woods Show right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. How are we doing? Happy May, ladies and gentlemen. Cam Rogers here, Bridget Whalen there, back at it, ready to rock. You can follow us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers 98. You can follow Bridget at Bridget K. Whalen. What is on tap today? Sam Burns breaking through on the PGA Tour last week at the Valspar Championship. Phil Mickelson unsure if he'll accept a special exemption to the U.S. Open. We will talk about that. The struggles continue bizarrely for Dustin Johnson, but you may recall we had a discussion about this before and then he won the Travelers Championship. Bridget and I will talk about DJ plus some news out of Pine Valley and our expert predictions, and I should just say Bridget's expert predictions for the Wells Fargo Championship this week at Quail Hollow. Before all of that, a shout out to our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Bridget, welcome back. Hope the travels were smooth and what have you. They were great. What's up? Not too much, not too much. Chilling in your state right now here in Florida. Yeah, it's and I'm in Connecticut. So. <laughs> yeah, so and it's raining. A bit. Oh, that's not fun. It's cold, it's raining. It's like, it was like 90 when I left Orlando. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it a scorching. Like the, the reverse, yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's been <laughs> fun. And it's good to get back on with you. Let's talk about what transpired last week real quick sam burns capturing the valspar championship his first tour win as a 24 year old he showed signs a lot so far in the 2021 calendar year had been inside the top five through 36 holes in five events this season the most of any player on tour at the valspar he was top 10 stats wise with both his iron play and his putter and of course, this win puts him in the field for the Masters in 2022. So he had been lurking a little bit, but then sort of faded and people won't, weren't really talking about Sam Burns. And then boom, he pops, he wins at the Valspar Championship. I didn't realize he's this young too, 24 years old. That's a pretty darn good accomplishment for Mr. Burns. Yeah, he's so young. He's so young. He's married. Wow. <laughs> he's like, he looks, the facial hair does not look 24 years old. I'm not actually, I don't even know what 24 year old facial hair looks like, but not like that. Mm-hmm. All I think about when I think of Sam Burns is when he was um, paired with Tiger at the Honda Classic. I think he was like 21 at the time. And he was like, yeah, all these people, they showed up to watch me. So clearly he had a lot of confidence, like coming out of college, he went to LSU. He was a, a big time guy in college golf. Um, So there are high expectations for Sam Burns. And now knowing that he's so young, like 
that everyone knows he he got it done at 24 years old I think the expectations are only going to grow he's like a big dude like he has swag when he was walking up the 18th fairway um in the final round like literally was securing his win he looked like Dustin Johnson yeah, he like had that yeah he had that swag it's just like that confidence which I think is so elemental for these young guys they just have it like I don't know why they have it I don't know why it hasn't taken them years to have it but they, they have this like weird almost like in your face level of confidence like there's a lot of young guns out there and I, I hate that phrase but that yeah, is that's what a trendy phrase to use your yeah <laughs> I'm not a trendy person but I'm gonna say it like they like Think about Victor Hovland. Think about Matt Wolf. Think about Colin Morikawa. They're right. so young. It's ridiculous. And they have like that, they ooze that like confidence. And Sam Burns definitely has it. He's inside the top 50 in every major strokes gained category, except for around the green. So he has really a balanced game. And I talked about his showing flashes earlier this year at the Genesis Invitational, for example. He was third there, missed the cut for three straight events after that. API, the players, Valero, RBC Heritage, T39. And then at the Zurich team event inside the top five, and obviously he carried that over into the Valspar Championship, winning that one. So good victory there for Sam Burns. Let's talk about Phil Mickelson. All right, Bridget, because we were talking off air about this whole situation, and your reaction this, this was situation? Kind of yes. <laughs> This situation, because the situation is this, folks. Phil remains undecided on if he will accept a special invitation from the USGA, should he need one, of course, to play for the US Open. So hometown course, Bridget, right? Tory Pines, I'm sure he would love to play there. Here is my logic on why he should accept. Because if you recall, not too long ago, Phil skipped a U.S. Open to be at his daughter's graduation. So Family this, first. Family there you first. go. Family first. Quote exactly. it. Family first. But with that said, he deserves that special exemption and he should accept it because he was such a great dad. It's a reward, right? Okay, maybe. I don't <laughs> think the venue makes a difference to Phil at this point. I'm just going to throw that one out there. For him to be like, no, I'm not going to accept it. I'm going to get in on my own or. or right, he's going to try to qualify. Qualify, like, okay, that's that's fine. That, that's fine. Like, don't take a special exemption. That's fine. But I do agree with you. If anyone deserves it into the U.S. Open, he wants to, I believe he still wants to try to get that one. Right. Take the special exemption. Now, here's what I'm just going to throw out there because Phil is eccentric and Phil is Phil. What if he successfully qualifies at 50 years old and he says that is like simultaneous win to the U.S. Open? Me qualifying is the equivalent of me winning. And Ooh, then he's Bridget, like, that could be a stretch. <laughs> I'm just saying he's eccentric. And I just feel like him being like, I'm going to go out qualifying is my win and then for the rest of time we're going to hear him when people are like yeah but you never won a u.s open and he's going to be like but in 2021 i qualified fair and square i didn't accept that special exemption i don't know i am i per my brain percolates like phil 
We're both a little crazy. And that's my spin on this uh, situation, as you called it. Yes. So two years ago, he said he would not do it. Like he would not accept the invitation. Now it's not a straight up no. It's, hey, let me try to do this first the right way. And then maybe we'll talk about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's only missed... He's only missed one since 1994, and, and you are correct. It was 2017 for his daughter. It was high school too, right? Am I am I mistaken on that? I think it was high school. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was high school. So, family first. Quote me on the pod. I am all about <laughs> family first. Take the special exemption, Phil. Make up for 2017 when you deserve to be in the field. You owe. You are owed one. We owe you. I work for the USGA. I could say we. We owe you one, Phil. Just accept it. Paula Creamer, hometown girl in, at Olympic, we just gave her a special exemption. There you go. Accept it. You California kids, we want you to play in our largest championship. Look at me. I'm like lobbying to get Phil. Boy, I hope they cut you an extra check after this episode, <laughs> Bridget. My gracious. Yeah, Craig. Craig, are you listening? <laughs> So yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, ultimately, I think either he qualifies or he accepts the invitation because I think he really wants to at least try. I mean, the reality is he's not going to win a U.S. Open, I don't think. I think his ceiling is a top 30 finish, something like that at this stage of his career. But hey, crazier things have happened, a la Tom Watson not too long ago, right? So we'll see what happens there with Phil Let's talk about Tiger Woods because we didn't get to do it together last week. He came public finally, and Bridget, we have been clamoring for this, some sort of visual, video, cameo, I don't care, anything will do. I'm so happy. He goes ahead and posts on his social media that he is doing okay in good spirits. And I love the dog too. Oh, it's a nice little man's best friend. Add in. Yeah. And I think now more than ever before, Woods needs that sort of companionship too. So what are your thoughts? I saw that photo and whatever, judge me, whoever's listening, I don't care. I got teary-eyed. Mm. He looked so good. One, it's just one leg for sure. It is one leg. Now we I know, have- yeah tangible physical evidence that it is just one leg we are we are fine we're gonna just rehab one leg not no no tiger in a wheelchair i know that that wasn't what was speculated i'm just saying you never know until you see the man also like his face looked beautiful Mm -hmm. it like he had no like scars or i don't you know people get in accidents i don't know maybe he got like a lash to the face or something i know it was back in february but things take time to heal and that cast, that cast was like so basic. His toes were out. He also looked jacked. He's clearly doing a lot of upper body work. Yeah, his arms looked, are huge. Looks <laughs> like a freaking triangle, an upside down triangle. Um, he, I just so happy. He's smiling. He just, he looked happy. And I could like tell, first of all, the photo was because they're redoing like the course that he has in his backyard. Mm. Why do you think they're redoing that? The guy clearly is going to get out there and start practicing. There is no doubt in my mind that he is coming back to golf. Like that picture and, and what he was doing, I know he's coming back. Like I know he's rehabbing and he's going to be back out there. I'm so happy. Well, I talked about this last week to be a professional athlete. You need to have an ego. 
because you need to believe in yourself that you can get to that level and actually make money for playing a sport. And now we're talking about being the greatest golfer of all time. You most certainly need an ego for that. And so there is no way that he was going to go out with the way in which that crash happened. I mean, of course he's going to work his way back to the PGA Tour. It may take time, but he will be back. And I said this last week, he may not be very good, but he will be back <laughs> and he will be competing. Oh, he's going to be great. There's going to be like, something's going to happen with this leg. Remember that? Was it like a Disney Channel show or something where the kid like injured his arm and then all of a sudden he was able to like throw pitches at like 150 miles per hour. He got like superhuman strength. It Am sounds I... like a Disney Channel original movie. Oh my God, for sure. I'm totally dating myself. This is, it's going to be like, he injured this leg. He's going to like rehab it and somehow it's going to like turn differently. So he's going to get like more loft or something. I don't even know. Something's going to happen and he's going to become like superhuman it's his right leg right so his right leg is just going to become like superhuman it's going to yeah. be like freakish and and it's going to add to his story and okay everyone could say that i'm crazy but you know what we all knew that i'm tiger crazy and this is what i think is going to happen all right and you know what who am i to say that you were wrong i mean you're the correct one with golf picks recently so you know <laughs> what you're the prognosticator on this show i'm totally gotta- googling movie now <laughs> yeah definitely do that because continue on <laughs> yeah i'm looking at this picture here and i just like the style too you know he's got that big nike swoosh t-shirt that i love i always wear those myself he's got the backwards hat little facial hair which i think is good for him sometimes not consistently full-time like goatee but i like when he breaks it out here and there and then of course he's got the classic nike shorts as well oh my god you know what it is what is it Rookie of the Year, 1993. Oh my gosh, what a movie. Everyone, what a movie. If you haven't heard this, you got to go see it. So when a doctor removed his cast, he discovered that his tendons healed a little too tight, enabling him to throw a ball with incredible force. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I think that was just a classic Hollywood movie. It wasn't like Disney Channel. No, it wasn't Disney at all. This was like a legit like sports comedy. Wow. Wow. Rookie of the year. Great find. Well done by you. (laughs) Great memory there. (laughs) (laughs) Told you. All right. So Tiger, we can't call him rookie of the year. It's go to the year. Go to the year. This is the film that's going to come out 1993, 2023. A film's going to come out. It's going to be a remake of rookie of the year. It's going to be called go to the year. It's not going to be an arm, it's going to be a leg, and it's going to be Tiger Woods' leg. That's it. And it's going to be way better than the HBO documentary. That I can tell you. Yeah, I mean, they, they won't, the apples and spaceships. Can't even <laughs> yeah, <compare>. exactly. <laughs> oh, man, you guys are listening to the Tiger Woods Show, of course, right here on the Believe Network. Let's give a shout out to Kanan. It's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Kanan sunglasses. They are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger, and they have Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. So check these out. Summer is here. Use the exclusive code KananCast15 at Kanan.com to receive 15% off on your first pair that's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T-1-5. Canaan, clearly better. 
deja vu because we're talking about Dustin Johnson struggling on the PGA Tour. It's been six events now, Bridget, without a top 10 finish. And like I said, we've been down this road before. He could pop up and win any instant because that's who he is. He'll be in the field at the Byron Nelson next week, and then it's on to the PGA Championship. Really, the one thing that's hurting him is his iron game. It's just not really there, and he doesn't have the short game to kind of save himself consistently. So what do you make of old Dustin Johnson right now? I'm going to assume you're not worried. You still perhaps might like him for the PGA Championship to win. (laughs) You you just called him old Dustin Johnson. (laughs) As opposed to the young one. Old number one in the world. Um, I think he's fine. I think maybe I saw Paulina was wedding dress shopping and then I heard Dustin said we don't even have a date yet. So maybe he's got some other things going on. Uh, I think he's totally fine. He's not ever a concern of mine. Let's put it that way. And as you stated, he went out and he shot 80 and then he won. (laughs) It's like he, he know he's, for Dustin Johnson, I think to be in trouble, it would have to be like a serious injury and we're, we're not there. So no. I have no worries about that man. Okay, we'll see what happens. He's not in the field this week. He plays the following and then, of course, the PGA Championship at the Ocean Course. Speaking of courses, some news out of Pine Valley which announced via an April 13th or actually 30th letter to its membership that it was getting rid of its men's only policies and opening its doors fully for women. Bridget, my question is, after 108 years, it's like, do women even want to go to this golf course? Because, like, it's been 108 years of them not doing this, and oh, now they're trying to do this. But maybe some do. I mean, it just is one of those things where it's like, you shouldn't be all so proud of yourself when this news comes out. Because let's be real, it's been a while of just men only at this golf course. It's been a minute. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a century. A century, Uh, yes. (laughs) I mean, there's a difference between a club allowing women members and then actually being invested in the women's game. So I liked Beth Ann Nichols saying... Let's have a Curtis cup there. Let's have a Solheim cup there. Let's do something there. Let's, uh, let's promote the, the sport as opposed to just allowing uh, females to play because that should have been something that was done, uh, you know, not, <laughs> shouldn't have taken a century. Let's just put it that way. Um, but we did a little research, you and I, and it is uh, allegedly the number one course in the country. So heck yeah. I want to play it. You're there. And, okay. Yeah. I mean, it, progress. Sure. Progress is progress. Whatever you want to say. Uh, always forward, never back. Um, so I think you just sort of let's, let's, uh, let's go to the next step. Let's move on. Let's keep building. Yeah. Let's build on this. Like <laughs> golf clap for Pine <laughs> yes. Valley. Now let's see how we could, uh, how we could do some more for the women's sport. No victory laps per se, but certainly a step in the right direction there. I think that's the best way to put it. So there you go. We'll see what happens going forward if they have any big-time tournaments there for the women's game. So stay tuned. And this week, it's the Wells Fargo Championship at Quail Hollow Golf Club. 
Par 71, 7,500 yards. It's a major championship caliber course, Bridget. As we know, it was host to the 2017 PGA Championship where Justin Thomas got his first and only major. And he is in the field this week, one of the favorites alongside Bryson and Rom and Hovland is in the field as well. Your guy, Will Zalatoris. So oh, my guy. He's your guy. My guy now. Yeah. So... <laughs> Look, it's a major championship kind of field. McElroy is here as well. So overall, it's a pretty solid stacked up group of players this week at Quail Hollow. Just to recap, last week, Bridget had Tyrrell Hatton, but mm -hmm. he was out due to COVID. So I gave her a chance to sub in and she went with Abraham Answer. He tied for fifth. Sanjay M for me, T29. Bridget's lead is now 2.7 million dollars humbling so stuff folks. Tyrell didn't win <laughs> oh my gosh yes so lucky yeah anywho this week it's a tough one there are a lot of good players so it really is difficult to nail down and outright for this particular tournament but Bridget where is your lean where is your pick here I'm doing a I'm doing a flip flop on you okay so I had told Cam everyone I had told Cam prior to the show that I was going with John Rom. so I'm literally just stating that now in case he wins and that I could say <laughs> get oh, it on man, the record I had on the record I should have gone with him I'm going with Sung JM okay I love Sung Jay I want to root for him anyway I wish he was a little longer off the tee but I'm not that concerned because I do know that He's great with his irons. So you know what? I'm just going to like live in that land. He loves Bermuda grass. He does. That's all over this course. Th that's why I'm not going with Xander, who doesn't like Bermuda grass. Let's be honest. I couldn't tell you what Bermuda grass is if you put it in front of me. But I know that Xander doesn't like it and that M does. So I'm going with the South Korean in North Carolina. Yeah, he's third in this field within the last 24 rounds in terms of Bermuda grass putting. So that's pretty good. Top 30 last week at the Valspar. I mean, you certainly don't have to talk me down about Sunjay. I picked him last week. So I like that one. This week wow, for me. That would, be, that would be a burn if I pick him the next week and he wins. I think so I would need a week off next week, honestly, <laughs> if that happens. Let's Yikes. be real. That would Yikes. be tough for me to swallow. <laughs> uh Vic get it done this week my man Victor Hovland came back to life last week with a nice top three finish at the Valspar gained nearly five strokes on the field with his irons last week he gained in all four major categories he finished his week with a 65 on that Sunday I always like seeing that when a player goes low on Sunday and then they're playing the next week ideally you carry that momentum over we'll see if that happens for Victor Hovland but he's got a ton of win equity and so I think he gets it done this week I like it I love Victor what did um what was like what didn't we do something funny when oh Vic was it was that was it that basic was it victory I thought it was something more cheeky that you came up with it was good oh god I hope it was better than victory I know um, I think it was and I'm totally laying you down right now oh my god yeah I'm actually going back into the archives by the way about like our history picking Victor so I picked him at the work day last year and then the week after at the memorial so that's interesting two weeks in a row yeah I did wow. 
And then you took him at the WGC workday, I guess, in 2021. Yeah, so he was T2 there. So, look at that. Look at that. We've picked him at least once. So Okay, and I just have to say it because I missed last week's pod. I won, everyone. I won. I picked Team Mullet, and they got it done, and I won. Oh, like, yes, yes. You do I, deserve that I moment. I won in yes. New Orleans. I won. Your first hit ever. You have a slew of, like, T2s and T3s. So but T2s. I've always been a bridesmaid, and then I was a bride, and it was amazing. I felt so great. <laughs> Congrats on the wedding and the marriage, Bridget. It was awesome. It was so fun. I was watching in my hotel room and I felt like I was literally (laughs) and physically and monetarily, which I'm not invested in them. Like it was, it was like a, it it was a win for me. I won. Legit win. Legit win. I'm also looking back on this kind of leaderboard of our picks in your commentary such as after the pga championship last year i picked fowler you picked maddie fitzpatrick and then you wrote under it we suck they both missed the cut by the way (laughs) i'm laughing (laughs) the next week you're like stupid jason day at the northern trust (laughs) because he missed yeah i everyone who's listening i always like to put a little comment in yeah I like to spice everything up. I have emotions. I'm an emotional person. You have your emotions, so do I, and that's what makes this show fantastic. Bridget, good luck to you with your pick. Good luck to me as well. This has been the Tiger Woods Podcast right here on the Believe Network, folks. We thank you for tuning in. Subscribe, tell your friends. Plenty of golf coming at us here as we enter this summer month. So keep it right here for Bridget Whalen. I'm Cam Rogers. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.